Can we talk about UFC though? I want to talk about the UFC 254. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, bro. Um, you 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 told me you watched it. Yeah. Um, I literally watched the last like look like my friends like download the app i downloaded it and then it streamed it and i was just watching it for free for like five minutes yeah so it was just like it was good i mean it was it was it was like last expected you know last minute expected i was trying to watch it it's just i don't know where and then out of nowhere he just gave me that and i still watched it live so that's awesome yeah yeah it was it was insane man and he um Khabib Nurmagomedov for those that don't know um UFC 254 just happened and this huge fight between Khabib Nurmagomedov and Justin Gaethje happened and it just solidified everything that everyone has said about Khabib Nurmagomedov that he is pound for pound one of the best we've ever seen 29 and 0 has only like arguably one lost a round maybe in his whole MMA career a round one round that's swear crazy to god to you go with McGregor in their fight because there was one time Khabib didn't go in, into the ground like they were just standing there just shooting sh- uh, hitting each other and, like I think it was like the third round and then the fourth round Khabib made uh, McGregor tap out and now he uh, and now Justin Gaethje was his opponent and Justin Gaethje again top guy in the division he proved that when he like put on a masterclass against Tony Ferguson and really show put in um showed how technical he could really be and to everyone he was the most dangerous guy even though he was an underdog everyone against Khabib is a massive underdog and so people were excited it's like what if Gaethje like can have like the technique and the and the and the right uh the right game plan to go against Khabib with and guess what he did have a great game plan it was working and it's still, and here's the problem with what everyone says. Robert Whitaker said this best. Everyone knows his plan. It's but it it still happens no matter what you do. Even knowing the plan, you still can't stop it from happening. And that just uh, it's a different level of fucking uh, wrestling. It's a different level. Like there's like all these crazy stories about how Khabib when um he trains with world class class like NCAA Division one wrestlers here in the uh, United States. They say that in the training room, Khabib beats them all the time. There's not a single round that that they that these wrestlers, some of them even way bigger than Khabib, get even a chance to take Khabib to the ground. Khabib is just that much more dominant. And again, it goes back to his father, Abdulmanap, Abdulmanap, and how much how he um, how he trained him as Khabib grew up. Again, Khabib used to wrestle bears when he was a kid. Khabib used to do all these things. And Abdulmanap's whole goal when when Khabib was a young kid was to either break break him mentally. Or get him to that next level, and imagine training in those sort of conditions throughout his whole entire career. And that's you see it now when when he fights the fighters that are in the division right now in the UFC. There's just there's just a whole nother level when it goes to the ground. It's a whole nother level. That's it. It's dominant. That's, like that's their like I guess their nightmare. Once I'm that's on the their ground, nightmare, bro. I'm done. Dude, it's imagine because it's not even a fun thing. It's not like Khabib takes them out real quickly. So lots of sometimes he does. Sometimes it happens that it's way. It's like a snake. Almost it's sometimes. it's like an anaconda, dude. Yeah. I always say it's like he's like an anaconda. He just grabs you, and he doesn't like immediately try to like take you down. He just make he just weakens you. He just keeps on weakening you, putting yeah. putting that pressure and putting that. Pre- and that's the thing. His cardio, his pressure is just on such another level because he just does not get tired. He keeps on fucking. And that was the thing too. He was taking a lot of shots from Gaethje. Gaethje was hitting some great shots. He had a great leg kicks the plan was perfect it was the perfect plan and still didn't work out no matter what he fought no matter what anyone tried to do it still doesn't fucking work out he is he is just 
dominance, the definition of dominance, no matter what anyone says. And when people say, oh, no, he might not, he's going to be back and everything like that. Because right after Khabib does his 29-0, and 0, and this is, again, th- again going back to the fact that his father passed away. This is his first fight without his father. And he was talking to the announcers, like, right after, like, John Anik. And he really said, I'm retired. I'm done. Like, I, I already told my mom, like, I promised her that I was going to be done after this fight. Because I'm not doing this without my dad. I'm not. And here's the thing, though. He's not like other people because it's like, like you know, other other fighters are like, ah, I'm retired. No, I'm not. I'm back. Like, he doesn't do anything for, like, promotion or anything like that. Khabib's like those traditional type of people. It's like you respect your opponent. You, uh, you, 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 it's about the competition. It's about the sport, not the, the, the views or the fans or the attention. It's about greatness. It's about being the greatest of, of your, of the pact. And Khabib is a man of his word, and I really do believe that this is the last time we'll ever see him. I really do. I he he's ne- he's always been the type to say what he means and do, do what he says. Like he's he's not those dudes that wants to be flashy or like grab all the attention or anything like that. So when people say that, uh, when people say, "Oh, he's gonna be back," I'm like, "No, I don't think so. I think he's done. Twenty nine and zero." That's crazy. Thirty sounds better though. It does, though. It does, though, and that's the problem. That's what gets me so angry. Because here's the thing that was going to happen: either because Khabib wanted to already retire like at thirty and no, like leave it at thirty and then be be done. But um, I think he should. I think he should too, man. Just one more. Imagine, just, yeah. Because imagine, like right now, Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier are going to fight each other, and, and whoever wins that fight gets the might get the might have the next chance. Or Khabib fights GSP, and for those that don't know who GSP is, he's arguably known as the, one of the top goats. Him, John Jones, Khabib. It's like it's like though there's like a Mount Rushmore of MMA greatests. And George St. Pierre is one of them. And he's around Khabib's weight class. And that's why Khabib was saying, like, I want to fight George St. Pierre. I want to fight George St. Pierre for number 30. And But his father passing away, I think, had a... No, I don't think. I know his father passing away had a had the biggest impact on his whole future in MMA. And, yeah, done. Done, man. And maybe it was for the best, man. Who knows? Like, like you know, this is a tough sport. Like, like you know, your next, your next fight could be your, could be the one you lose. And no one has that sort of like certainty. Yeah, no one has that certainty. You know, it's like it, it's 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 a brutal sport because you're at the top for like this amount of time and just a mistake, any sort of fucking mistake, and you're not the fucking king of the mount- mountain anymore. You're not. And I just, I don't know, man. Maybe it was for the best. Twenty nine and zero. Never got, never, never like looked bad. Never had any weaknesses. Just pure dominance in a division that was pro- is the most stacked. How many of his uh, victories were a submission? Uh, probably half of them. He's he's knocked out a, cu- a couple people too, which is insane. Because then you realize, dude, this guy's got power in his arms too. Like it's, whew, man. He he. Uh, yeah, not dominance, man. Just pure dominance and people. Uh, I think uh, that's the thing, man. Um, we gotta, we gotta really sort of just pay attention to these people while they're still here, because you never know when they, it's their last time. Like I wasn't expecting Khabib to retire. Like I had no clue. I literally right after the fight ended, I left. Like I was going, going somewhere, and one of my friends messaged me. He's like, Khabib retired. I'm like, what the fuck? Shut, shut up. And I searched it up, and I'm like, yeah, he retired. I, I man. Yeah, it, it it was just crazy, man. It's and like everyone, like from UFC fighters to celebrities, they've been all giving Khabib props and respect for you know everything he's done. And 
yeah, just just dominance, man. Twenty nine and zero, and that's that's in MMA. That's not something normal. Like like a good a good MMA like the average MMA fighters like win loss ratio is like twenty ten. You know, like twenty wins, ten losses around there. Because there's just so many different tools that could be used to make you lose. It's just the 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 amount of ways you could lose in MMA is just so vast and large that there's that uh, you're you're gonna lose a lot of times. But Khabib never lost. This is a different type of animal, man. And man, we I th- I th- we we've we've um. It's a shame. I'm glad. I'm I'm he he. It, I respect his decision, but I am gonna miss him. I am gonna miss hearing about him fighting again. Damn, man, that's crazy. And now it's like, like we'll never know, you know. Yeah, yeah. I dude, there was there's two like the I really want to see him him against a, a focus McGregor. And him against either or him against GSP, like those were the two for to cap it off with thirty and zero, dude. That those, either one of those fights would have been great. But yeah, that everyone's been giving. Connor even said like good good performance. I will carry on respecting condolences condolences to your father, to you and your family. Uh, family, your your sincerely the McGregor's. Uh, your John Jones. I want to congrat- congratulate Khabib for an outstanding career. I know he made his father along with. I know his he. He made his father. Not John's bad at spelling. He made his father with millions of fans around the world. Incredibly proud today. May God continue to bless him on his journey, dude. Everyone's giving love to Khabib. Everyone. Damn, and now it's like like his dad died from COVID, right? Yeah. Could, is there any oh. reason? Like, I mean, is there any like specific reason why he like? What was it? Just age or what? Weakened immune system? Maybe pneumonia? I don't know. I don't know. All I heard was that he died from COVID. I don't know the the exact details of what happened, but it's a shame, man. Like it's it's like with those those uh, what if situations, you know? It's yeah, uh, and they don't know where he contracted it from or anything. I don't know. No, probably not. I mean, look, like uh, Ab- Abdominap, he was already running his like a couple like wrestling gyms, like all like in in Dagestan and stuff. So he might have contracted it there. You know, it's like he's with so many wrestlers, showing them all these different techniques and moves. He could easily gotten it from one of his students, you know, just by accident and. Yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Where is that? What's By up? Russia? Uh, Dagestan's in Russia. Yeah. In Russia. Yeah. Russia owns that territory. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it, it's that whole that whole country is man. It's a it's a different breed of people, man. Yeah. No, Russia is just like so big that you yeah. have like some that are like 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 almost Chinese, and you have some yeah. like Muslim, and then yeah. you have some like to me, Russians are the drinkers. white Asians. <laughs> Russians are the white Asians, man. Like the the conditions that they have to go through just to uh, and like the 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 competitors that come out of that um that piece of country. It's crazy now, cause then you got like people like Zabit Magomed Sharapov, Islam Makachev, uh, Islam Islam Nurmagomedov, like all these different monsters that are coming into the UFC, and like no one wants to fight them. Like no one is trying to fight these guys, cause they're so dominant. They're just they're a different breed of people, man. Yeah, I think I I honestly personally think that we're gonna see a lot more Dagestani champions. I mean, we have Kamzat. Uh, well, no, he's Swedish, but he was. In in a way, like he grew around the Dagestani region too, but yeah, there's just too many people there that are just built like in a different environment. And he does wrestling or like more like jujitsu, you would say. Res- wrestling. Uh, who? Uh, Khabib. Yeah. Wrestling. Wrestling. He takes you down and just like like an he anaconda. Could have been a wrestler too, but like WWE's fucking. You know what it is. No, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Imagine Khabib <laughs> goes to WWE. <laughs> no, <laughs> he might do it. I don't know, man. Uh, Khabib, nah, Khabib said some some funny stuff too. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll box Floyd. 
like, you know what I mean? But like, it's like nah, I, you nah, know he's everyone. Gonna he's not gonna win. He's there's no way he's gonna he's gonna it's win. It's fixed, first of all. So so yeah, I think the fact I, that it's fixed. Man, I I just I I but that was that's really for money though. Khabib even says like, yeah, I'll I'll do it for the money. Yeah, for, for against Floyd, I'll, I'll box Floyd for money. But I think I think everyone would say the same thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll box I'll box Floyd my money Mayweather for fucking thirty mil or some shit like that because it's a stupid amount of money. But man, yo, shout out to Khabib, man. It goes out twenty nine. It, it, it was too quick though. It wasn't even that entertaining, you know. It was mad quick. That was the trippy part because, like, it was barely the, the. It was only on the ground, like I think three times, and on those three times it was on the ground. You just saw the difference in in ability. Like he just the second it went to the ground, immediately took just over, took yeah. it, took over. Took it was control. done. Yeah, yeah, took control of that shit. Nope, done, man, done. Oof, man. And I was glad too that I, I didn't miss it because I thought um I was at, I was actually at work. And I had a, I had one of my coworkers. I'm like, yeah, can you cover him for me? I'm like, you know, I gotta watch this fight. And he's like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, just go ahead. I'm like, oh, word. He's like, yeah, 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 go ahead. And then so I went and I watched the fight, man. And I'm glad I watched it, man, because I, I was nervous before. I was like, damn, can Khabib like really like you know be dominant still, even after everything that happened with him? You know, it's it's and also another thing too. He broke his fucking ankle. He broke his ankle three weeks before the fight. Khabib broke his fucking ankle three weeks before the fight. Has to make weight. And also, here's the thing. Like, he weighs like a, around... 155, 160? Yeah, no, 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 no. That's the weight he has to make in order to compete in that division. He, on average, he weighs around 180 to 190. So every time he has to fight, he has to, he has to go down. He has to cut. He has to cut to 155 and those cuts are brutal for him there's a lot of times where Khabib pulls out of fights because that the weight cut is just so brutal on his body damn why doesn't he, he uh compete in a, the next weight class i don't know i, think that would I honestly don't know i i don't know why he, i i i think that you know like um because like i think there's this whole thing like where it's about being the dominant person in, in your division and I think Khabib might have started out in that division of 155, and it was much easier because he was younger and stuff. But now with age and stuff like that, it just became more and more difficult because your body isn't, isn't as, as strong as it used to be. It's harder metabolism to, you know, goes, metabolism yeah, slows, slows down. down yeah. Yep. And it just gets harder and harder. But it's also, but it still goes back to being the dominant person in your division. If you go up a weight division, it's like, nah, wait, you have to start to take care of that division. You still have to prove that you're the dominant person yeah, I think in that he, division. Yeah, he already did that. Yeah, he did. That would be something, you know, like now he dominates the next division. Oh, nah, that's just a crazy part because the champion, well, the ch- not the champion now, not not Usman, but the one before that, Woodley, when people, there because there was talks that could be, might go up to weight and go up a weight. And Tyron, the champion, Tyron Woodley, Woodley at the time was like, fuck that. He's like, yo, that dude better stay the fuck at 155. He's like, I am not dealing with his bitch ass. I am a Khabib. Stay down there, man. It's like even the champion, a weight up is like, fuck that shit. I'm not trying to fight him. No way, bro. That just shows you, man. It just shows you the the level of ability this guy has. It, it's it's and and this was to me. This was his best performance. This was his best performance that I've seen that he he he's done so far in his career. Second round submission against the most dangerous opponent in that division. Right now, he's number. He was number. He was number one. He he proved that he was the best at that division yet. At as of now, and Khabib Khabib submitted him in like the second round. Nah, man, he's a different animal. He almost had him on the first. Yeah, 
Yeah, he did. He did almost have him in the first, but because but then the round, the ended. round ended. Yeah, I was like, oh man, this is this is gonna be tough. This is gonna be tough. Whew. Yeah, Khabib's done, man. Shit, I'm gonna be sad. I'm gonna miss that Dagestani, <laughs> that Dagestani wrestler, man. Shit, he. he yeah, I mean, what do you do now, though? I mean, maybe he, he trains now, people? Yeah, probably. That's He's probably going to do as his dad did and just train more wrestlers and stuff and, like, you know, more uh, performers and, you know, get them in athletics and stuff. You yeah. know, carry on his father's will and, like, what he did, you know, during his time. Dominance. Dominance. And and no one... No one can... can no one can argue that. No one can argue... Like, like what can you point at? You know, in terms of to critique Khabib, you know that's the tough part. What can you point at? Because now, now he's up in that list. Now he's in that conversation of greatest of all time, and he's also the greatest of all time when there's USADA. And for those that don't know what USADA is, it's the anti-doping agency that tests UFC fighters for steroids and stuff like that. Before, like before, when early on in the UFC, there was no testing pool, so then everyone was getting you jacking themselves up with steroids and stuff like that. And you know, it wasn't you know, it's like it was a great sport, but you also knew that people were taking shit, so you weren't know you wouldn't know if someone was as great as they were because they were that naturally gifted or because they had a, you know the supplement or the steroid use. Now with USADA, there is no that. You know, there's no, like, arguments like, oh, okay. Like, this dude might be great, but it's because he's on the juice. Now you can't, now you can't say that because now there's, like, such this anti-doping agency that is fucking, like, strict and, like, is testing people at random times throughout the year. You know what I mean? Imagine being a UFC fighter and you're just chilling, you know, like, doing whatever. And you, <laughs> USADA knocks on the door it's like, I got to test you right now. And it's like, you got to take the test, you know? Because they're always trying to find out people, like, fighters that are cheating. You know, fighters that are using stuff that they're not supposed to use. So, that's why now, th- there's a lot of conversation now about greatest of all time and stuff like that. Now, especially because fighters are getting better. Uh, technical Technique is getting more refined. And people aren't being used using steroids now. So, it's a different type of, it's a different type of environment now. So, and that's, that's why I think, man. Who, who else, like... Khabib, John Jones, Demetrius Johnson, Cejudo, like, like there's a few people that you can say goats, and you can make a really great argument with Khabib is the best that we've ever seen. That is, that is a, a <laughs> I mean, come on, there's no one else, and the most dominant person at the most competitive weight class in the whole UFC. No one else, man. No one else. No, yeah, just, man, but besides that, I mean, it's like sad in a way, you know? Cause yeah, now, of course. Now, I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad that Khabib's, met, uh, Khabib's gone. Like, I'm sad, like, because, uh, uh, you know, it's, it was, anytime Khabib fought, it was like, it felt like, you know, exciting. Because, you know, it's like, oh, I get to watch a person getting mauled. I can watch a person in real life. I can watch an anaconda just wrap a person around and just take him out like you know it, it it was it was it was a treat to see and it's a shame because i feel like we haven't even gotten a full picture on how great he can be i still think he could even be better yeah that me too that's why i was just like oh he's like at his peak and now it's like not he's his, at his peak that's the thing yeah he's at his and it, now if you come back later like you know like 
what could have been or yeah what could have been like this is like your your time like this is like the moments you know it's like this is your that you're reaching the potential yeah, your highest like, peak and that also goes to show that even with like i'm guessing he has some sort of wealth money from yeah. all this and like and his father was still yeah you know like and he's refusing all that he's like nah I'm he was done. what he's like he's like i'm done i'm done yeah I'm but good. his father still passed away from covid yeah. you know yeah and because you know it's crazy too because this is this just shows you how what type of person khabib is because even when uh dana tried to dana white tried to push like a second fight with mcgregor khabib was like no 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 wait wait he doesn't deserve it he's like yo do you know how much money we'd make for the rematch like dana's like come on khabib, you know how much money we'd make he's like no he didn't earn it this isn't about fucking this isn't about fucking money this is about being the best of this division like like this is about the sport like different type of mindset you know it's it was never about that he refused a couple mcgregor fights man that they were trying to book with him and he's like no he's got to earn it he's got to earn it like he can't just go from from cerrone and then fight me nah he's got to earn it it's a different animal man <laughs> it's a different animal i remember one time he was like uh he was, he was getting commentated and this was right after he dominated someone again and this is when uh, when Tony Ferguson, Conor McGregor, and Khabib Nurmagomedov didn't fight each other. And Khabib was getting interviewed. He's like, oh, yeah, I, fight, I fight Tony and Conor same night. You know, there's no problem. You know, just UFC book it. Dana White book it. I'll, I'll, I'll beat them both in the same night. <laughs> I think he was being genuinely honest. He would have fought both of them at the same night if they would have given it to him. That's a savage, savage, man. Oof, man. But other than that, um, what's it called? Um, what 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 you been doing this weekend, man? How 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 have you been feeling since we've last seen each other? Um, I may uh maybe transitioning to another job yet. I don't know if I'm going to work yet right. tomorrow, but maybe I don't know yet. And I've just been been trying to get gain weight. You yeah. Know? So I've been eating a lot more shakes, training at six today was a crazy leg day. Yeah. And like I want to go bound, not bench. Want to go uh, squat two twenty five, and I couldn't. Yeah, I felt so weak. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, was, like, <laughs> yeah. On my traps and everything, like that was Gone. giving up. Yeah. I was like, damn, like this shit is really, you know. So now it's like I gotta work my way back up there. Yeah, cause you're one thirty five. Like, <laughs> oh, no, nah, right now I'm like at one forty. Yeah, but like something. you were like when like I think a week ago or something like that. Yeah, you were, like one thirty five or some some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'm I'm gonna get back up there. I've been there, you know. That's why I'm like. Like this whole weight class thing is like I think I think pound for pound like I was like pretty lean for 135 you know yeah and now I'm gonna get up to like 150 I think oh, 160 yeah, if, and then we'll see from there if you were a fighter I think you would be at 135 I think that would be your weight class that you would fight in yeah because I mean for pound for pound yeah but that's crazy because like we yeah. can go up you know yeah you can <laughs> uh, that's the thing though because um. Because when you looked, the way you looked, like, I think a week ago or two, when you showed me that you're, like, I'm at 135, I'm, like, you look like those UFC fighters that, like, cut weight and have to, like, you know, go out and scale, like, Saturday like Saturday morning or some yeah. shit like that. I was, like, Jesus Christ, bro. And it was because of the vegan diet, like, the, the whole entire vegan diet that you did. You were, like, you cut off all the fat. Like, did you check um the percentage of, of fat you had? Nah, it was, I didn't, but. I'm guessing it was maybe like 8%, something like that. That's, that's some crazy. Because I've always been like at, you know, like 10, 11. Yeah. Not, wow. I've always had abs, so it's not nothing nothing like. I just continued training yeah. and just, I guess, 
there wasn't as many calories. So it's just at the end of the day, if anyone wants to want any anyone wants to lose weight, you just have to burn more than you eat and yeah. you consume, and that's it. Yeah, it's true. I wasn't trying to lose weight, but it happened. It happened that way, and that and probably maybe because I wasn't like squatting and benching and deadlifting and stuff because it wasn't available. Mm-hmm. Right. Part. Yeah. That. Yeah. That was the whole thing too. Yeah. But yeah, the diet definitely played a big role because that was like what three months. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that that was that was a re- I got so skinny through the pan- pandemic because like you, you just I just ran everywhere, you know it was like the, there was no weight li- there was no weight lifts and or anything like that so there's no way to really bulk up and like well there is but the, you know what I mean like in a convenient manner there wasn't and yeah dude I I, I got skinny too man shit it was it, it happened but you got really skinny you got very skinny yeah I know but now it's like now it got to the point where I felt like I was too skinny now mm-hmm. it's back up yeah no mm-hmm. but people were like yo what the hell are you doing <laughs> yeah uh, what's his name told said the same thing too remember we went drinking with um him, uh, those two other friends you had i forgot their names but we were at the tavern oh, oh yeah he's like my, my guy man you're so skinny <laughs> you're so skinny right now man because man, i used to go to the gym with him yeah so, yeah you know? so he would see what we were you know what we were doing and then it's like a difference especially because you didn't see me in a while like a month month you know so mm. once you don't see someone if you see someone every day it's hard to notice it's hard to notice but yep. if you see someone after a while you're like oh shit yeah you know you changed yeah mm-hmm. your body type is different yeah it's true it's true but yeah, yeah so what's your goal now just i'm always think I'm, i've always wanted to be fit you know mm. that's, that's it. it that's just a, that's a, just get i'm gonna fit. get you know there probably like bulk up and then see how far I can until I get bored of that. Yeah, but, like it's I'm not the same. I'm the same way with that. It's not like you have to be consistent, but I can't. It's like going going into a fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to like change some things up. Change some things up. You can't do it forever. Different things. I mean, yeah. you could, but it's like it, then it gets more and more invested. The more the more I eat, the more I have to eat just to main, to maintain and keep on going up and up and up in weight so yeah. it's just it becomes kind of annoying yeah because eventually while, yeah. eventually when you get like a new exercise you plateau with that exercise yeah and then you're like ah man yeah, yeah that, that's the thing our bodies just they're lazy so you have to always switch it up yeah you always gotta switch it up because then it gets exciting what, even what you eat yeah it's true like mm. what, do you, what do you eat differently now mm, I'm just eating chicken you know, mm. much more chicken, fish, sometimes every now and then, you know, some red meat. Yeah. But mainly just adding, and that's protein, you know, and yeah. calories that that were missing. Maybe I need it. Maybe I just needed to eat even more, but it was just, there was times where, like, I was eating, like, fries at a bar because there was, you know, nothing else to eat. Yeah. I couldn't Oof. eat the wings. I couldn't eat a burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just very limited. I think veganism... It's, it's just as hard as bulking up and like you know trying to find those meals and everything i bet it is man because uh how convenient is being a vegan though like for you like um how'd you work that out because to me like being an outside person looking in it, it looks hard because then it's like no milk no cheese no meat it vegetables was, yes right or something like yeah that. yeah of course um it was like everything else you just always have to prepare so yeah. always have everything prepared so when it comes time to eat you already have something to eat and then you don't have to be going crazy that moment mm. maybe once i went out and stuff like it was kind of like it's, it was more hard yeah no it's definitely hard it's when you go out 
Like, I noticed that a lot, too. When you go out with people and you're just like, yeah, let's get something to eat real quick. You're like, ah, fuck yeah, let's do it. But then if, like, those things become, like, a consistent thing where you just, a lot of times you go out the weekends and just go get something to eat with people, that you could eat a lot. Of, you could build up a lot of unhealthy habits that way, too. Like, I've had that a lot of times where I would just hang out with people like, yeah, yeah let's go out to eat. Let's go out to eat. And it's been, like, a few months later. And it's like, oh, wait, I gained 20 pounds. <laughs> and it just, like, this happens that quickly. You know, it's it's insane. It's insane, like, how, how, how much... Um, you know, people that you're around can affect, you know, how you eat, too, you know? Because uh, a lot of times when it's convenient and you're with people, it's like, oh, I'll get this thing with you. I'll, get, I'll order this, this stuff with you. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, that's why everyone has to be, I guess, again, have the same same goal, similar goal. So it's like, no, let's yeah. not get that, you know, yeah. or let's not go there. And then if you go somewhere, then, then you get tempted, and then there's no yeah. friction there. So if you want to quickly grab something and you do then it's just much easier to like i guess fall into temptation right yeah especially with people that with you when you're already with people that are already doing the temptation already. Yeah, people you're don't like, care huh? yeah you're just like oh, well they're doing it too so fucking why not i'm gonna do it yeah it, it happens just like that i had a i had a friend too um his name is eric and um he got really fat he got like a beer belly and stuff like that and just re- like this whole month he like literally just ate like lunch and like ran like every fucking day like he would run he would do like all these different exercises and and he wasn't like you know before that he was like drinking like a whole 24 cans like in a row like he got himself so fat and now i saw him like literally just yesterday and i was like eric you got fucking skinny like you got really skinny and he was like i'm like what'd you do he's like yeah i just got up and ran and i just didn't eat in the morning he's like you didn't eat anything nah nah just lunch that's it and I just kept on running. And every time I thought about eating, I just didn't eat. <laughs> well, that's like, good, oh, you know. That's good yeah. because it's like it's harder, you know. Like when you're hungry, you you're hungry, you know. Yes. You want to eat, and then when you're not hungry, you're like, all right, you know, it's not hard. But when yeah. you're hungry, you know. When you're hungry, dude, yeah, it can get tough. It can get tough because then then you're like, oh man, like I could really. Go. And if you don't get the food, you get angry. You know what I mean, oh like, yeah, there is sometimes this, there is something called hangry. hangry. It does exist. It's yeah. like a whole scientific. I guess explanation behind it, but you're more prone to be uh, angry. Yeah, yeah, dude. I just I, d- d- it happens a lot, man. It, it that that sort of like animalistic hunger where like if you don't get this food, I'm gonna go crazy. Like, I need to eat right now. You know, it's like yeah, I would feel like that sometimes yeah. when I was a vegan. I was like, shit, there's something missing. <laughs> uh, yeah, you like how, how was that? Like how how'd you feel? I felt like I wasn't full. Like it was something missing. Yeah, damn. Was there okay? Was there any side effects that happened where um you felt like a weird? Like was there anything like weird that you felt while being vegan, or was it just like a, a nah. smooth breeze? Nope, just weight loss. Mm. Would you? Would it's you, not like I was any like, I guess, lethargic or. I guess I couldn't sleep or just anything like that. Everything was just. I just had to eat more, I think, and it's yeah. just that I didn't have those options, and I and I wasn't able to supplement them as well as I thought mm-hmm. I could. Yeah, and I and I st- I, st- I stayed working, I stayed running around, I stayed active, so it was just I didn't have those supplements that I needed. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to eat like a bunch of like carrots and stuff. It's just it's hard. And then I mm-hmm. should have probably drank like two shakes mm-hmm. a day instead of just yeah. one. Cause that's what, a, that's a good way shakes? to supplement. Just uh. Maybe with protein or no protein, I'm not trying to have a lot of protein, you know, because mm. your body can only process so much. But just 
shakes almond yeah. with like made from like almond milk, peanut butter, some uh, couple of fruits in there, hemp seeds, hemp chia seeds. seeds trying hemp to get, seeds is my whole thing now. Yeah, trying. I'm trying to get a bunch of uh, protein from like a bunch of little different sources. Yeah, not being the powder, and then I would just drink that. Yeah, but uh, and it's quick because you don't have to like cook, cook, and you you just prepare it. And you just drink it and done. Yeah. And they're in they're in your body, they're in your yeah. system. No, I like it too. Yeah. I got like a whole ritual with uh the protein shake. Yeah. And the now almond. yeah, you have like it's it's it works. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that yeah, yeah. Like the um like the because I remember the almond milk with the protein shake with the um what's it called? The hemp seeds and bananas and peanut butter. That's like yeah. my whole protein shake right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I love it. It's like this whole thing now where right after, not not even, I don't even do it sometimes right after I work out because I heard that um, you should let your body, um, you should wait a few hours, before, like right after you exercise, like you should wait a few hours before you take the protein shake. And so my whole thing now is I would work out or like, um, say I would work out at one in the afternoon. Then later on, like around eight-ish, that's when I go, that's when I start drinking. Word shit, for, he wants to be on pot. Well, he he wanted to, it's just he had his I guess, right, right, that right, going right. on, and then he's yeah. like, I'm gonna come in late. And I was just like, uh, we'll see, you know, yeah, we could we could do another, ep- you know, what I mean, like, like, or th- we could just like pause it real quick right now, and then just you wait. want to, yeah, like, we could fine. easily do that that's too, fine by me because you know? that way we have like, uh, we talked about the UFC, we talked yeah. about me and my yeah. diet, and what I'm gonna say is what I recommend to everyone too. I didn't do it for the animals. I I don't want to sound like an asshole. I didn't do it for like saving animals and shit because I've heard that like you eat like what was it like you eat certain like shit. I don't even remember now, but it was like 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 an argument for for uh, for uh, against veganism. So it was like you eat like certain amount of like plants, and then you you ruin the ecosystem because now a bunch of animals that are like like insects and like lives animal lives they don't eat yeah you were in, like it was something like that. i don't remember exactly what it was but it was just like there's a lot of like research to do yeah. you know on both sides and i did it for myself because it's my body i have to be in here and i want to take care of myself i don't want to be one of those people who was like 40 and yeah i may have some money or have this but like where's my health and you can't get yeah. that back you i can. mean you, you can only do so much mm-hmm. you know and and then what? Yeah, the earlier the earlier start exercising, the way better, you know, yeah. just for the future. So I actually I'm donating blood on Halloween, mm-hmm. and what we're gonna do is uh, from there from the, from the Mike Tyson thing, I'm gonna see my, what my body type, what my blood type is, and then I, with my body type, I'm gonna perform a, like do another diet now, yeah, based on that for weight gaining. Because I went on my friend told me his blood type, and he went on. For losing weight or gaining weight, what to eat, like specific things, and that's yeah. what I need. I need to no, know my body type, idea. and I'm gonna do it from there. You know, I'm doing it from science. I'm doing it in my research, and it's yeah. like, like, like the Bruce Lee quote. You know, adapt. You know, take what, what works, and then like, put it to you, adapt it to it to your situation, and whatever doesn't, just remove it from yeah. the equation. You know, because that's what I'm gonna do, and this is something like I guess new for me i've never thought about it that way and thanks to mike tyson now i'm just like oh damn like i should have been done doing yeah. this so i'm gonna do that that's gonna be what i'm gonna be working off from i'm gonna donate blood on halloween and trick-or-treat trick-or-treat 
That's why I trick or treat. Like how, is it just, just got scheduled on Halloween? Just happened to get scheduled yeah, at that time? Yeah, it's done on Saturday. Yeah. And then, I, you know, I'm, so I'm, I'm like, I'm free on Saturdays more. Mm-hmm. So why not? Yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. No, I, I definitely got to do that too. Yeah, 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 definitely do it. Because you can't change your body. No. So if your body's used to this or used to that, used to that, like, just go with it. You just you go know? with it. And then see Accept how it. it. And if yeah. it doesn't work or you don't like it, then, then maybe you're Change an anomaly it. or maybe, but yeah. like, let's start with. I guess the science that's already proven there. Yeah. And then, because I should have probably started there from a, from the beginning, but I didn't know. But yeah. better late than never. Better late than never. <laughs> that's, again, so true. Because a lot of people, like, if they hear that information, it's like, oh, man, I w- if only I started this earlier and you know, stuff like that. That's a, already a fucked up mindset. You can't just be like. Well, yeah, you know, the you know the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second yes. best time is right now. So let's get to planting yeah dude of course yeah but uh, I mean let's gonna take a short let's take a short break we're gonna have yeah. a, a guest coming in real quick Carlos and Carlos. he has a lot of a uh, lot to say He's got some knowledge to drop so uh yeah we'll just cut it industry. here for now yep. and then we'll be right back we'll be right back guys stay tuned and we're back and right. we're with a surprise guest not really surprised because we already announced it but <laughs> Carlos Reynoso brother How's you, how you guys doing today owner CEO of the high altitude coffee what is going on with you sir um good how are you guys doing today doing good bro doing good man just chilling man having a great day man now you wanted to be on the podcast Carlos yeah I did I was yeah. actually interested in it Hell I've yeah. never listened to it I'm gonna be honest I've yeah. never listened to it but I should start mm-hmm Cause I love podcasts. Yeah, Podcast. dude. Yeah, dude. We, we, me and you. I remember spent like a whole day. Like we were doing. We were both doing different things, but we, it was the same thing, yeah. kind of. And we were listening to podcasts on coffee and oh, stuff like yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah. They're actually like. It's pretty cool to hear people talk. Cause like you always learn something from yeah. them, especially if like it's something you're interested in. Hell yeah. Uh, my, one of my favorite podcasts is actually it's stuff they don't want you to know. Mm. I've how, seen. I've seen how that a stuff bit. works. Yeah. And it's actually really cool. They go into like. Like super nat- not supernatural, but just like unexplained shit. Like, oh, I love that shit. Bro. Like so, like they, and there's one episode in, in where they go to it, not go, but they talk about this these murders in Italy. Yeah. Where like, they never found the murderer. There was like a serial killer who kind of like Jack the Ripper. Honestly. Jack the Ripper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess you can say it's like an Italian Jack the Ripper. Yeah. And he ends up, no, not him. It. They end up thinking that it was the Catholic Church trying to send a message to people, because yeah. these people would get murdered, like while having sex in like uh, their back of the car. The Vatican. and it was usually young people, so like yeah. they think that sinners, the, yeah, sinners, sinners yeah, oh in the eyes God. of the church, sinners. Oh man! And uh, they think that the Catholic Church was trying to send a message Woo. to man. people, like yeah. no sex before no, marriage no. is not allowed. It's not allowed. So yeah, because like. It was weird because the murderer would cut off like people's like fucking like nips nipples out on the girls and Jesus like yeah dude yeah it was oh, crazy yeah dicks. yeah oh, man. yeah could you imagine getting your dick cut off it's like i told you yeah sex is a sin <laughs> now you have they, me to put my no, foot but it's down cool. yeah like they That's have a awesome. bunch of different podcasts but yeah. um so the coffee um yeah the coffee's coming along, coming soon. Yeah, I'm actually soon. going to Ecuador the 22nd of yeah. November. I remember you told, told me you're taking a trip. Yeah, yeah, to, trip. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I want to bring back like 150 pounds, and the uh, the 
the guy downstairs actually might roast it for me. That's awesome. Yeah. How crazy is that? The fact that there's a coffee manufacturer that's right next yeah. door to where you built the coffee business. Like, yeah, how I guess, crazy yeah. is that? Like, you know? It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I actually parked in the back once and he was out there and I was like... I was just about to say that shit. I was like... I was, yeah, because I was outside with you and you just went to their, their spot. I was like, yeah, oh, what's up, yeah, man? Yeah, you, you were, were with me. Yeah, yeah I forgot. Bro. Dude, it was crazy. Yeah, so... um, Well, also, my, one of my friends is... um, He does, like, marketing. He mm-hmm. went to school for marketing. Yeah. And he does, like, SEOs and, like, a bunch of different shit where, like, search engine optimization. Yeah. And he was talking to him the other day and, uh, yeah, he's like, dude, he's like... He's like, a WordPress website is way better than the one I, I did. I mean, the one I did, I literally just typed in, like, some shit. And, yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. it auto-automates it. And automates, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's cool, though. But uh, he's going to help me out build the website because he's like, WordPress websites, you get $12. For $12, you can fucking like, do it like, like that. customize it, like, how you yeah, want yeah, it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he said he's like, he's like, Wix sucks. Yeah. Which, right. Yeah, uh, everyone tells me Wix sucks. That's why. That's why I started with the, WordPress. The actual coffee. Now? Um, yeah. So the coffee is grown in Nanegal. It's uh, Nanegal, like, Ecuador. Yeah. So it's like an hour and a half away from Quito, and they've been growing coffee. The these people, this, this finca, they've been growing coffee for like four generations. All right. So they, I feel like they, it's kind of like a craft to them. Yeah. Because it's really like it's gourmet coffee, it's specialty coffee, and you know, you know, any. So they have the a cupping rating. Anything over like an eighty-two is considered considered specialty coffee, mm-hmm. and specialty coffee is like super pricey. Yeah, like super super pricey. Like they were saying, like it's like two dollars an ounce or something like that. But like with like of like the actual coffee. But um, no, yeah, so it's grown there. They've been growing it. It's really like what makes it different is that the complex sugars yeah. develop more right, because... Right. Because they're growing at such a high altitude. Th- because of the lack of oxygen. Yep. So that makes it like, it makes it have a really fruity flavor and really, really good. And uh, it's super, super like flavor. And it's it's a medium roast. It's not, it's not overwhelming with caffeine. No. Like... Because a lot of people who drank it, they're like, oh, I've, I really like it. I had someone try it who doesn't even drink coffee. And she's like, oh, my God. She's like, I loved your coffee. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she's, um, I'm actually might start selling it at the Better Man when I come back with it. Mm. Because the, um, the owner, the owner's like, oh, he's like, you can sell it here if you want, you know? like. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, shit. Awesome. And she's like, oh, you can sample it, too. Like, give it out to people when... Um, during their brunch because they mm-hmm. do brunch on Sundays. She's like, oh yeah, bring it. She's like, once you got, I told her once I got settled, I'm like, you got to crawl before you ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, let me get like somewhat of a system down. Yeah, yeah. And let me... And see it. where it goes yeah, from there. Yeah, see where it goes from there. You know, but um, yeah, I'm going next month. I'm going to take a bunch of pictures. Yeah. Because I feel like in the future, it'd be great for content. If I yeah. can take, if I take 500 pictures, mm-hmm. you know, bring, take the drone and just take like a shit ton of pictures yeah. of the farm. Because that yeah. would be really, re- for content, yeah. you know, like. And put it on the site and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so put they it know on exactly the site. People where it's took, grown. Yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. know. So, yeah, hopefully um, it works out. Oh, awesome, but uh, yeah, I really yeah, want to take yeah. pictures with the drone because. I can give it to them too because they can use the pictures I take you know they're like oh shit like now we have aerial 
uh, pictures of our our finca. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's um, awesome. That's how awesome. did you like the coffee? I liked it, man. Really? I really liked it, man. And yeah. um, it didn't like um, that was the thing with uh, the you know doing research on the whole high altitude coffee and like working with you on it. There was a lot that I learned about how content of caffeine really is determined on the altitude of where it's grown. The higher the altitude, the less caffeine because yeah. caffeine is a stim- like a, this weird stimulant that stops other animals from eating it. For whatever reason, other animals don't like caffeine. Yeah. And so at much lower altitudes, there's a much more content of caffeine, but it's also a duller taste because yeah. it's much more easier to grow there. Yeah. And you know stuff like that. It's and like I, feel I like, never would have known. I about feel that. like the the caf- too much caffeine it makes it taste too bitter. Yes, yes. You know, and like I that's not really like a like a good taste. You know, if it's Mm-mm. got too much caffeine. But yeah, they they the girl said yeah come come sell it and hopefully we can take it take off from there. Yeah, that's what awesome. Was he gonna say to the yeah the it's crazy because like. You know, Ecuador's not really known for coffee. At all. For anything. <laughs> you know? They kind of, like... What are we... I don't think we're known for a lot. Like, no, no, no. Ceviche. Ecuador, like Ecuador sure. has really good ceviche. Galapagos. We, we that shit. The, yeah, Galapagos. the Galapagos. Yep, yeah. yep. Gui. Gui. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We kill a lot of gui. <laughs> the tuna fish is fire, though. Oh, tuna, dude. Ecuador tuna. imports, like... We got great shit. tuna here, yeah. bro. Great Damn, tuna. I love the Ecuador tuna. That's 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 the tuna I eat, bro. Like, I love fucking Ecuador tuna. It doesn't even there. Oh, dude, the Ecuador tuna is a phenomenal, bro. It's dope, man. Dope. Wait, but um, I, I wanted to know, like, what inspired, like, all this? Like, why um, did you want So, I went to a business conference in Vegas in February. Oh, shit. And it, I was online, and some lady was like, oh, she's like, I want some coffee. And I'm like... Shit, fucking, let's, let me see what I can do. And like, you know, in my mind, I was like, oh shit, that's like one thing you can sell. Yeah. And I did a little research and it turns out that this type of coffee, which really only grows in Ecuador, Mm. is, you know. Right, it is. Your specific grain of coffee is only grown in Ecuador. Yeah, yeah. And that makes, again, like going into marketing, the selling point of just having that specific and unique product. Also to... Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's only grown there, and then I did, like, some research, I'm like, oh, shit, like, the Ecuador has, like, a very specific coffee, and we ended up, I, I ended up contacting uh, a buddy of mine in Ecuador, and he had, uh, he found me at this farm that they grow, they have their own coffee shop, too, in Quito, and mm-hmm. I just talked to them, I asked them, I'm like, oh, I'm interested in selling your coffee here, you know? Mm-hmm. in america like and they're like oh yeah sure yeah they were very i mean you can't say no you know someone's gonna make you money yeah of course no. <laughs> especially in america i feel like ecuadorians when they hear americans want to do business with us like of course yeah, <laughs> yeah right yeah. i'll do business with you Fuck so yeah. you know and yeah it's pretty much just got the idea i'm like oh i started doing some research on coffee I was listening to those podcasts yeah yeah and like yeah specialty coffee is like super like I won't say expensive, but it's it's up it's up there. Yeah. Like you know, it's not like the coffee you go get at Dunkin' Donuts or you mm-hmm. go get at Seven right, Eleven. Right. You know, it's grown. It's from origin, which at the end, which means that like it doesn't go through like two, three different people. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's from the it's literally from the farm to your cup. Yeah, you know, it's not like, and that also makes it very you know, 
it stand out more than yeah, other course. coffee because it's literally you know the farm. Yeah, you know where it's grown. Not many. Yeah, you know where it's grown. Yeah. So that and yeah, it's, you know, hopefully we can uh, start selling it within the couple of days after I come back. Mm-hmm. I have some packaging made up already. So awesome. That's awesome. You know. Yeah. Dope, we'll take man. it from there hell yeah bro so yeah, i'm excited because like just just with everything so far like, yeah I'm, everyone everyone oh, yeah, loves yeah. everyone that's loves the, yeah that's everyone. the thing everyone everyone who i give it to is just like damn like where is this coming yeah. from but uh we're expecting samples more samples soon yeah yeah uh i'm gonna place an order tomorrow i thought you already placed one no 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 i i couldn't get in contact with mm-hmm. the, the i think they're on vacation or something right, right. so I'm gonna call them tomorrow and uh, place an order. Probably just like ten pounds. Yeah. Something's not nothing crazy, you know. Cause like this time, what I want to do different than last time, I'm gonna make a, a spreadsheet mm. to all the people who I give it to. And when the coffee comes in, I'll give them like a a free something if they like email me or text me exactly like what they liked about the coffee you know feedback feedback there we go feedback get some nice feedback just so like this time i think i'm only gonna do import the three types that i'm gonna be selling here because they have they have like five varieties yeah Yeah, five or six varieties but i think the ones with the 90 cupping rating and the one with the 88 i'm gonna sell here so Mm. we'll see hopefully uh takes off it's awesome man. It's i mean awesome. it's it's like i said once ecuadorian people start drinking it and it becomes you know like they they're like oh shit like, yeah. like a household name yeah not not house i guess yeah kind of like a household name but like once people drink it they're gonna be like oh shit like this is coffee that i'm willing to spend more for you know yeah yeah and another thing too at the end of the day if you made coffee at your house it like it's cheaper than going out and getting it you know yeah you know it's literally like a fraction of the price of going out to get it no it's true you know true. so no i just I, I just have like a lot of great hopes i here, feel you know? like it's it's yeah it's something unique it's a unique taste ecuadorians of course like we always support each other's businesses and stuff like that and especially with you know homegrown yeah. shit that's grown from like the motherland come on there's no way it's just a, can- a combination that can't go wrong honestly yeah yeah and i feel like it's just like coffee now has become so like saturated and dull like you know it's like it doesn't really have a good there's no why there anymore everyone's just doing it to like yeah it's just it's a wake-up thing you know that's all it is it's not even about the taste or anything like that anymore it's a it's about give me a wake because like i like black coffee but black coffee that like isn't too bitter because if it's too bitter it just tastes horrible and yeah. it just gives you a stomach ache, you yeah. know yeah so, it's it's you know the high altitude is like kind of like bringing a luxury back into like the taste, yeah you know? yeah an affordable luxury you know it's just it's, yeah exactly it's something, it's something that you you don't you can't you can't get from anywhere else because it's just the taste is yeah so unique yeah so i mean you know hopefully people realize that you know it's a unique flavor and it's a good flavor that's why you know it's a little bit more mm-hmm. than the regular coffee right because right. i mean if you go get coffee like a like what like a good coffee at like a like starbucks like their coffee's like 15 dollars like a mm. bag of coffee what would their rating be uh, honestly i'm not sure i don't want to say oh it's like a 70 or a 60 but 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you're Starbucks, you you gotta get somewhat decent coffee, you know, because yeah. like your your brand is behind that. And if you start selling shitty coffee, you know, yeah, it uh, it won't. No it one's won't no up. one's gonna go there. Yeah, I mean, no I don't I don't get how I dunk people go to Dunkin' Donuts to get like their coffee, and I love dunk, the donuts, but the coffee, <laughs> the coffee isn't that the good. The coffee like it's like just doesn't have any flavor, yeah. and it's just literally it's not really appealing. Mm-mm. You know, no. I don't think I, I the last time I bought a, a cup of coffee at Dunkin' Donuts was probably like four or five years ago. Mm. Just because it's not really good coffee. Right, right. No, I'm, I, I get that. You know, because I've been to Dunkin' Donuts a lot of times, yeah. and I'm like, I'm here because I just need this thing to wake me up. Like, yeah. I'm I don't care about the taste. I just just give me this shit so I can wake up and get through my day. Yeah, you know. And I think that you know it's. Uh, th- we lost that, you know? Like, I think we lost a little bit of that, you know, what makes coffee so great. Because yeah. I love coffee. I do love yeah. coffee. And I love when I taste something that I haven't tasted before. And it still gives me that same feeling I get with a regular coffee. It's like, it just improves yeah. it, you know? it's a, Oh, it's absolutely. Way improves it way better. This product is, it's, it's there. All the hard work. that The labor, the actual physical labor of, like, harvesting it and all that is, is, is done. We just yeah. need a show the world you yeah. know the world doesn't know what doesn't it doesn't know, know. it doesn't yeah. know what yeah. it doesn't know yeah so and like who better than someone who loves coffee and is from right. there yeah you know yeah. that's that's also like another thing too the fact that like it's like things click together and you're like oh shit like, like i'm ecuadorian this coffee's there and like people like it you and know? like the, yeah. there was the coffee shop downstairs the agency where it got dropped off is like literally like yeah yeah down the, the block like that they they two minutes it. away walking Insane. yeah it's yeah. literally right before the blockbuster that was yeah. over here. so yeah. it's like it's a right i know yeah, yeah i know what you're crazy. talking about yeah, 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 yeah everything's yeah. everything's lining up man. everything's I mean, lining up yeah this is just the beginning but yeah, it's yeah. Awesome. i mean i think at the well like i would want to do like in the future i would want to um open a coffee shop in miami hell yeah because it's only from like from Quito to Miami is like a two hour, two and a half hour flight, you yeah, know? So way, you're there, boom, boom. Much quicker, yeah. Yeah, so, and I feel like people in Miami are like, they drink a lot of coffee because yeah. they're Cuban. They're Cub- uh, Cubanos. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a, yeah. Even for when sure. we went to Denver, there was, I saw a lot of cafes out there. Yeah. So like maybe, op- yeah, but yeah. I would want, it'd be cool to open a cafe because, you know, that's the best way to get the product out there. You know, it's easy. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. So. I, I just love the environment of a cafe. You know, it's yeah, going yeah, in there. Yeah, it's very, like, quiet. Quiet, you know? get your work done. Yeah. Like, ever since you took me to fucking Bean, the bean yeah. I go there every I other did, week, bro. Yeah. I be, like, going there on random times because I just like having different places to work. Yeah. It's it's so convenient. I love going to coffee shops, man. I love yeah. it. I love it. It's I love cool. the culture. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a very, like, and they're playing usually good music. It's, oh, like, yeah. a very, like, tranquil place. Like, you can go do work and stuff. Hell, so. yeah. Hell, yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, hopefully uh, open one day a coffee shop in definitely, Miami. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Yeah. And, Carlos, do you have anything that you want our listeners to follow you on? Oh. Anything you want to give to the people for High Altitude Coffee? Uh, yeah, just follow us at High Alt Coffee on Instagram. Mm-hmm. If, Facebook's if you, not up yet. Facebook's not up yet. But yeah, man, is there any anything you want to give out before we close this um, thing off, man? Nah, go vote. Go vote? Yeah, go vote. Man, that's you heard pretty it much it. You heard it from here from Carlos. Jayla, do you have anything you want to say to people before we check out of this episode of the Fly on the Wall podcast? Thank you for listening and just remember like back to the diet thing, it's like go get your blood checked and that's what I'm gonna do. So mm-hmm. 
Hopefully, I, I get some good results. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. A lot of mm-hmm. different moves, man, going from everyone, man. Everyone. Yeah, it's always like that, though, because if we're not always. moving, then what the we're, fuck we're, are we we're, doing? We're coming, you know, we're coming up short. Yeah, uh, absolutely, man. Carlos, man, a huge shout out to you. Yeah, thank you guys I, for having me on. Yeah, yeah, it was bro. cool. It was a pleasure, man. This it is the first yeah. podcast I've, I've actually no second podcast I've. Oh, been you've been on another podcast? It wasn't published. We just like at the office I used to work at. We would just like record, but we never really like published it. Oh yeah, and one more thing: if anyone wants samples or is interested in the coffee whatsoever like even if you want even like even possibly like join or something just as long as you you know you're you want to do it mm-hmm. then just give us a shout out because yeah. there's plenty of coffee to go around yeah yeah, yeah. if you want a sample you definitely want a sample, definitely message me or yeah. message oscar and yeah. uh i'll bring them to you i'll get i'll get you guys right in touch with him man a hundred percent anyone that wants to get some high altitude coffee samples try it out see why you feel about it yeah hit us up for real but if that's it, man, guys, yeah. thank you guys for listening to this thank episode you. of the Fly on the Wall podcast. We are...